sure, let's start. Yeah. Hey, welcome everybody. Uh, welcome everyone. Thought I'd say welcome because I didn't. I didn't um, welcome you all last week. No, so. you, didn't. you didn't welcome <laughs> us. You were just welcome too to two peas in a pod. Two peas in a pod. That's yeah, it. great yeah, to have yeah. you. How, uh, so it's good to have everyone. How you? How you been going, Brian? Uh, we're yeah. waiting with expectation. Yes. That uh, some things will be lifted. Yeah, yeah. Can't wait for that, Nello. Can't wait to see people. Can't wait to yeah gather again. Have you been Sunday. getting out, going for a walk, doing all that? I've been, I've things? been running actually. Yeah, I'm I'm, running. Um, yeah, I'm trying to trying to. I run like an I, my nose runs. <laughs> yeah, mine does both. Run my nose runs and also I'm, I'm trying to run a little bit down more at the dog myself. park. Uh, just around the around the block here. Yeah, yeah. You don't. You I must to, say, I don't. Do you I don't go to the like, local dog park. Nah, no dogs for me, mate. You know, you know what that's like. That's fear. <laughs> Why would I put myself through that? You know. How about yourself? What are you? What have you been up to, Nello? Oh, mate, working on Exodus. Busy. Yeah, yeah. Exodus has been good. Really? Oh, my Chelsea, a boring life. <laughs> it's winter, uh, man. You stay snuggled up. You, you know, you stay rugged up. That's it. All that kind it of is, stuff. Yeah, I mean, the sun's out today, which is really. Good. So we're going to go. I'm going to try and go for a walk uh, a yes. bit later today. That's it. Yeah. Get out, um, and about. Get out and about. Yeah. Hey, mate. Why don't yeah. we? Why don't we hit up our Exodus questions? Exodus yeah. three. We, we looked at Exodus chapter three to four seventeen on Sunday, and one of the really good questions we had um, uh, around God's identity, God's name. Yes. Uh, so, so yeah, there's a fair bit around that, wasn't there? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. Um, so his first question is a really, it's a good one. And I thought we'd kick off with this one. Sure. Uh, so he goes, is I am, uh, so God referring to I, I am. Yeah, yeah. In, uh, what is it, verse 11 or something? Yep. Yeah. Uh, is I am referring to God's eternal self-sufficient nature uh, that he is not contingent on anything or anyone? Uh yeah, that's the question that we had. Yeah, so yeah, let's go, let's look at let's look at the verse where God reveals His nature yeah, uh, yeah, or who He is. Although I think He's hinted at it already. Um, yeah. So it's verse thirteen and fourteen. Uh, we might pick up fifteen as well. Then yeah, Moses yeah. said to God. So I'm just reading from chapter three, verse thirteen. Sure. Then Moses uh, said to God, "If I come to the people of Israel and say to them, the God of your fathers has sent me to you." And they asked me, what is his name? What shall I say to them? And God said to Moses, I am who I am. And he said, this is to the people of Israel. I am has sent me to you. God also said to Moses, this is a sign to the people of Israel, the Lord your God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob has sent me to you. This is my name forever, and thus I am to be remembered throughout all generations. Mm -hmm. so that's the, the main section. I, I say hinted mm -hmm. because earlier on, um, Moses asks a question and God says, I will, I am with you. Right? Yeah, that was his first sort of Yeah, verse 11. But Moses said to God, who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and bring the children out of Israel out of Egypt? But he mm -hmm. said, but I will be with you. Right, so there's a little hint there, uh, even there, that that's um, you know, God's going to reveal His name. So now, uh, yeah. the question is: uh, Is I am referring to God's eternal self-sufficient nature that He's not contingent 
on anything or anyone. So yeah. when he says I am, is that his self-sufficient? I am who I am, yeah. yeah the problem yeah. with the passage is, it, it was a problem. The difficulty for us in the passage is <laughs> one, the phrase I am, or I am who I am, is kind of God's personal name. It's where we get the word Yahweh from, right? But even that, we're not sure is the right pronunciation because the Hebrew word <laughs> yeah. for it is, is they leave out all the vowels, right? So they yeah, think yeah. that the name of God is so holy that they didn't write the name yeah. out properly. They weren't worthy to. So they dropped out all the vowels and just left the consonants, right? And then we weren't all that sure what the vowels were that, that go in. So that's the first problem, right? And how you spell something yeah, yeah. Is, is important. So that's, that's the first thing. The second thing is, is that God never goes on and tells us in any kind of detail what he means by what he said, right? I am who I am. What does that mean? I am everywhere. I mean everything. I've been, what's he mean? So there have been some people that have linked the expression of God telling us his name to uh, the miracle of the fire burning, the bush burning, but never being consumed, right? That is, it's self-sustaining. This fire is self-sustaining, right, and doesn't need anything uh, to exist. And so they've linked those two things, right? So could the name be referring you to... Could understand, you could understand that, right? Yeah. You could understand why they link that, like why they link it. Yeah, it's, it's well, it's God's dependent on nothing story. and nobody. Nothing. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Um. So it yeah. could be that cool. it could be that that's certainly a legitimate understanding of it. Um. As I said, I, I've been influenced by a guy called Andrew Reed, and he argues mm -hmm. uh, in his little commentary that rather than "I am who I am" present tense. It should be, mm. I will be who I will be. And, and he links that back to Abraham, not Abraham, Moses asking God, you're, you're going to send me to set these people free and you're the God of our forefathers, right? So you know you, God. But when I ask them who you are, what your personal name is, what will I tell you? And God links his name to what he's about to do. Right, so it's I will be who I will be. I am the God who is about to release you from uh, the Egyptians. But again, yeah, they're, they're, because of the translation issues in the text, it's a bit hard to kind of pin it yeah. down. But we're kind of getting this picture, aren't we? That God is self-sustaining. Mm. He is who He is. What He says He does. What He does is who He is. Mm. So, so you're saying that you could take it to mean, um, you know, this is referring to God's eternal self-sufficient nature. So it could be both meanings, but, yeah. you're, leaning, but you're thinking it's, it's the I will be who I will be. Well, but if you, if you that, look that, at that it, reading. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm leaning towards a future uh, tense, yeah, but even there, God doesn't need anybody to help him. Yeah, that's right. Uh, he is the God who is in control. He is the God who will do what he will do. Pharaoh is no obstacle to him. Mm. So self-sufficiency yeah. is kind of implied. Implied in there as well. Yeah, That's helpful. For sure. Um, and I guess just, just the other question um, that I was going to ask as you were 
for those who actually don't know Hebrew, yeah, there's many of us who don't know Hebrew, even those who, who study find it difficult. Um, the, when, you, when, you, when you read English, it's if you say, I am who I am, there's a difference between that and if I say, I will be who I will be, right? There's two yeah. kind of different, but, but in the two different ways of saying that, right? If I was going to express this way, then I would. If I express it that way, then I would that way, right? Yeah. Um, but in Hebrew, it's, it could take, you could uh, write the Hebrew and it, you could take it to being both things. Is that what you're That's trying to true. say? That's true. And remembering, we don't actually know how the word was written. Because all the vowels are missing. Uh, yeah, all oh, the vowels are missing. Yeah, right? yeah, okay. So we don't really know how the word was written. So context uh, dictates context a little bit. Yeah. Hey, hey, hang on. We've got someone dropping in. Hold on. This, this doesn't happen often. I thought, hang yeah. on. What's going on here? Hold on. Two, two peas in a pod become three peas in a pod. Well, well two peas in one persimmon or something. <laughs> hang on. Hey, oh, hey. Who's this? Laura, Laura, what's going Laura, on? What's going on? Yeah, get your mask off. Laura. I don't know who this Laura you're talking about is. <laughs> uh, let the world really see who you are. Oh, hey, hey, hey Laura, Laura, how are you? Good. <laughs> now, Laura, we're we're, uh, we're, we're recording, recording you. Two peas in a pod. What are you doing? Oh, goodness me! I, I thought this was um, <laughs> I don't know. I thought this was like the the hobo meeting or something. No. <laughs> wow. 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 Well, see, I oh, thought dear. I would fit in just fine. Wow. <laughs> yeah. we, we do, I've got my hoodie on today. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's it. I, oh, I'm the only one without a hood. I should have I should have come prepared. <laughs> I, now, you know who I feel like now, don't you? You know, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah, I was about to say some yeah. kind of Jedi. Hey, <laughs> right, what are you doing? What are you up to? So I have been speaking with people who serve on our church roster and getting them to record... Um, the reasons why they like to help our church. The reason right, we saw that on Sunday. That. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Really encouraging. Yeah. And how have you found that, Laura? I mean, working on the rosters, getting it together, it can be a bit difficult. But yeah. what's your take on when you see people share the reasons why they do stuff? Um, it's incredibly, incredibly uplifting for me to see that um, because often like, I'm just seeing sort of like the data side of yep. things. So I'm seeing all of the names and I'm like, oh, I've got to put enough people into this particular yeah. job and enough people into this job. And sometimes I forget that, you know, these are actual people who are really um, wanting to care for and serve God through serving their church. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it is. It, it, you can get lost in the in the data, can't you? Yeah, yeah that's so yeah. true. <laughs> well, listen, Laura, thank you so much for dropping by and Thanks saying good day. Uh, we need to press on with Exodus chapter three. Oh, that's uh, good because I prepared like a whole thing about you it. Got a whole yeah. <laughs> they were all your questions, weren't they? Laura? It's a pity Slido's not operating right now. It's closed. But, listen, thank you so much for your work on getting um, uh, the roster up and running. And also to those people who are at home uh, listening, if you're on the roster database and you're doing stuff around the church, we know that at the moment mm. your ministries are a little bit uh, hamstrung. We're praying that mm. we'll be uh, get a bit more opportunity to use those gifts. But to the extent that you've been able to use them, thank you so much for doing that. You're not just serving us, but you're serving the Lord Jesus. Yeah. And, uh, and please, um, many more people sign up uh, for rosters. Yes. Okay. Thank you, Laura. Thanks, Admin Laura. at EppingChurch.org. That's right. That's <laughs> right. Catch See you later. Mate. Bye, guys. Have fun. Don't be too bad. <laughs> See ya. Oh.
no. That was nice. It was nice having Laura drop in. It was so good having Laura. Yeah. It was almost like that was scripted. <laughs> totally. Right. All right, let's so, get back, back into to it. Exodus chapter three. I've forgotten where we were now, though. What's, right, uh, so we were talking we about the self-sustaining nature of God yeah. and uh, how it could imply both. Yeah. And you're saying, does the Hebrew, you know, allow mm. us to do both? Mm. And I was saying, well, we actually don't even know how the word is spelt. Mm. So we have to kind of get our understanding of from what God is saying from the context. Yeah, press uh, on. After God says he is, I am. Yes. Um, why does he refer to himself in verses 15, 16, 17, straight after revealing his name as uh, the God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob? He doesn't use his name again. So he doesn't use yeah, that. He doesn't, yeah, he doesn't go, I am. Yeah, so it's you want to read it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So uh, let's pick it up uh, where, say, verse 16. So yeah, he's just yeah. revealed himself in verses 14 and 15. Mm. And then in 16, he goes, go and gather the elders of Israel together and say to them, the Lord, the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob has appeared to me saying... And then he says what he said. And then a bit later on, he'll say um, similar thing. Mm. Mm. Why does he do that is the question. Yeah. And yeah. so I think when um, Moses is saying, who am I? What is your name? He's wanting to say to Moses, tell the elders and the people this is the God of your forefathers. This is not a new God. This is not an Egyptian God. This is not a Babylonian God. Of course, none of them are actually gods, right? This is the God of your forefathers. So mm. he's rooting who he is back in his covenantal experiences, right? The yeah. God of the covenant, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. Yeah. Uh, so history and where they've come from is really important. Now, he doesn't run around going, uh, I am, ego ami, or sorry, uh, Yahweh, uh, or, all over the place. No, he doesn't. Ego ami is the Greek. Yeah, ego ami is the Greek. We'll get to that in a minute, I suspect. Um, that's for Moses, isn't it, right? Mm. And uh, for the people. But for mm. Moses, that's for the people. But he doesn't go around and use that uh, yeah. as his name. And, and that's okay, because... Um, God has many names. He has a personal name, but he has many names, right? Yeah. And those names reflect different things, right? Yeah. Uh, the Lord of heaven and earth, mm. right? You know, speaks of his great uh, kingly and creation um, ministries. Mm. Um, the Lord of uh, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob reflects that he's the God of the covenant mm. and the God of the historical roots. So God has plenty of names and they reflect different characters, uh, characteristics or uh, his works in the world. So God's not tied to only using uh, yeah, his yeah. personal name. Yeah, yeah. And does it matter how we refer to God? Like, I don't think so. Yeah. yeah well, we could I mean, say, I mean, I, <laughs> imagine you going around saying, hey, you know, the God of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob. You know, like, yeah, how do I mean, we you could do that in your prayers if you want to? I mean, yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, I'd want to go further than that, yeah, right? Yeah. Right, he's not just the God of those guys, right? Um, but no, I mean, if God's referred to in, a, in scriptures in a certain way, there's no reason why we can't refer to him uh, in those ways. It's, it's how he's known. So, when he says that, um, a God of Abraham, of Isaac, of Jacob. Is this, he, it's a bit of a repeated thing he says, right? That's right. He is that's, the God of these people. 
yeah and that's that's to make them think oh this is this is the god who's made the covenant uh, with abraham with Isaac, yeah with and so you remember Isaac. the covenant is i am your god and you'll be my people yeah but pharaoh thinks yeah that the israelites are his people yeah that's right right he's yeah. got them in slavery yeah, yeah. So when he's going, I'm the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, he's using, he's calling up uh, a memory of the covenant where God says, I will be your God. You will be my people. I will take you to a promised land, right? Well, at the moment, Pharaoh says he's, they're his people and they can't leave Egypt. Yeah, so it's, exactly. it's quite poignant that he's using that as a yeah. way of referring to himself. Yeah, and there's a, such a big difference in how they're treated. Pharaoh treats them oh, as yeah. slaves. God wants to treat them as his beloved sons. Yeah, <laughs> his family, In his family. Um, yeah. yeah. All right. So um, we'll go to the next one. Is that all right? Yeah. Awesome. Um, so we're moving back up uh, early verses of chapter 3, chapter yeah. 3, verse 2. Uh, so this, this person's asking, acknowledging uh, that God is omnipresent, yeah, uh, this is a, this is an interesting question. Omnipresent means he's everywhere. Everywhere, present. yeah, that's right. Who's the angel of the Lord? Uh, could it be? Yeah, so this is one an of angel or, or or Christ the Son. And, and I, I just kind of looked up this a little bit, Nello. And it, I mean, the angel. Well, of the you Lord tell me. Up. You looked it up. Well, I just looked at where else it says it in the scriptures. But prior to this, it talks about um, an angel of the Lord appearing, calling Abraham in Genesis. Yeah, and, and you know who is 11. it? Yeah, yeah so it seems like it's this? God. Yeah. Yeah. So an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a flame of fire out of the midst of a bush. He looked and behold, the bush was burning, yet it was not being consumed. Okay. So if you just read verse two, an angel is appearing in this fire. Yeah. Yeah. Then Moses said, I turned aside to see this great sight why this bush uh, is not burnt. When the Lord saw that he turned aside to see, God called to him out of the bush. So you could do one of two things, right? You could say that Moses first sees an angel of the Lord, and then when he turns around, God speaks to him. Yeah. So they're two separate beings. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. that's one way to read it. I don't think it's the most natural way to read it yeah but that's yeah. one way of reading right so he's yeah. there he sees his burning bush uh, and the burning bush if you want is the angel of the lord it's a messenger of the lord it, it gets yeah. his attention yeah. right he turns aside he looks at it and then god speaks right. from it yeah. right that's one way of reading it the other way of reading it is that the angel of the lord is the lord mm. and the word angel just means messenger so the word angel just means messenger. So here, God, the messenger, appears to him and speaks. Mm -hmm. So there's this close identification between the angel of the Lord and the Lord. They are one and the same. And I think that's probably what you find happening yeah. with uh, um, uh, Abraham and the reference you mentioned earlier yeah. uh, with Abraham and the two men. Yeah. You know, um, Some people go, well, the angel of the Lord is the second person of the Trinity. Right. And I don't Christ think we've got any evidence to be suggesting that. That's probably a stretch too far. I just, yeah, I mean, it's, I'm just... It might, maybe with Daniel in the lion's den, right? Because yeah, he's one that looks like the son of man or a son yeah, of man, yeah, right? right? 
But it doesn't uh, say that here, right? The, the no, it doesn't say that us. here. No. Um, yeah, yeah, okay. So you're saying it, it's, it could be the Lord that's speaking. Not yeah, yeah, I, I'd, say, I'd say it's the Lord speaking. Yeah. yeah. Well, why is it the answer? Maybe you have said this, but um, why is it the angel of the Lord? Like putting the, the angel of the Lord rather than just the Lord? Does that make that sense? Nice. I don't know. Yeah, okay. okay. It's not awesome. how I would have written it. But... <laughs> well, not God. Um, yeah, that's right. Awesome. Um, so I thought we would go to the last question. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, one of the big themes of uh, the, the Bible talk was around identity. Yes. Kind of, that was a, a really big point yeah, in the, in the sermon. Yeah. Um, and so kind of, I just wanted to bring it, bring it to a bit more of a practical question. Um, and and you, you did answer this on the Sunday, but let's just Thank you. Uh, think, think about this a little bit more. Glad, glad the talk was practical. <laughs> um, what would you say to an unbeliever who thinks uh, that this is proof uh, that Christians give up identity, give up our identity, and uh, we don't think for ourselves, right? Yeah, so we identify with Christ. We're, we're Christians. We come under um, um, living for Christ. Uh, therefore, we're, we're giving up our own identity. Yeah. That sort of idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess I'd say the first thing is, is where, what, well, let's talk about what happens in the passage. Okay? Yeah, yeah. And, and then bounce off that to that's answer good, the yeah, question, that's right? So Moses is a bit lost, mm. right? And he finds his identity, who he is, and his purpose in relation to who God is. Mm. So God gives him an identity and a purpose uh, to be the that rescuer. Piece? Yeah. Well, I was lost. He's not an Egyptian. He's not a Hebrew. He's a Midian. He, yeah. His people are lost. He doesn't really belong. He's all over the place, right? Third now, culture. It's when he, runs, when he runs into God, he comes out of it a really different person, right? He knows who he is and he knows what his task is and who he is and his task is, uh, is tied to the Lord, his God. The Lord, his God, puts him on mission, right? And so in my sermon on Sunday, I talked about how it is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. The life I live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who, who died for me. So our sense of who we are is tied both back to our creator and to the gospel event. Mm. I, I now seek first the kingdom of God, and his righteousness, I live for the gospel. That is now who I am mm. and my purpose in this world. Mm. Mm. Here's the thing. It's not that I'm giving up my identity. That is my identity as a creature uh, as a creature of the creator. Yeah, yeah. Right? So you're, it's, you're it's, actually... I, it's, it, it's I found my identity. So I'm not giving up anything. Mm. I actually mm. find my identity. Yeah. So, so what is it that... Um... When people think, oh, you, you're giving up yourself to, to, to be a Christian, like to, to yeah. follow Jesus. Where does that sort of thinking come from, do you reckon? So there's certainly true that I'm giving up, mm. right, uh, sin. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. I'm giving up being Lord of my own life. Yeah. I repent and believe, and Jesus is my Lord and my Saviour. Um, so I think many people go that concept of Jesus being Lord or in Moses's case, God being I am and Yahweh and therefore doing what God says is, oh, you're giving up the right to rule your life. 
Yeah. Well, that's yes, saying. that's what sin is. Yeah. Yeah. So when uh, when God says to Adam and Eve, "Don't eat from this tree of the knowledge of good and evil," uh, as I said on Sunday, it's not that He doesn't want Adam and Eve to know good and evil. Mm. He wants them to know good and evil as He tells them what it is. So they're dependent on God for their worldview and who they are in this world and what is right and what is wrong. When they reach out and take from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, they're determining for themselves what is right and wrong. So when I give up something to become a Christian, I'm giving up the right to rule my own life. But I was never made to rule my own life. I was made to be a creature of the king. So I'm coming home. I'm coming home to be the person that I was always designed to be. But it is true, right? That when I become a Christian, right, uh, I give up the right to sin. Mm. I give up the right to say what is right and what is not right and what I should do and what I shouldn't do. Yeah. I listen to my creator. He now tells me what is right, what is not right, and what I should do and what I shouldn't do. Now, we wouldn't want people to think that that means every single moment of every single day is being a predetermined, prescripted in the scriptures, right? Should I eat, should I eat breakfast this morning? Oh, let me go and check. Right? No, <laughs> we have wisdom. Right? There are some things that are clearly, we just don't get a saying whether we should do them or not, right? Should I look at that inappropriate thing on the internet or not? No, yeah, you don't. There's a, there's moral categories. It sounds yeah. like you're saying moral categories, which is we need to obey what the scriptures say. Uh, wisdom categories, we've got we've got freedom to, to choose and pick and think through how to... Yeah, and I, I mean, I would, I'd all, I would also want to say, I think we've got mission categories. Mission categories, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, which kind of governs? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we do have wisdom. Like, do I take this job or that job? Mm. Right. Well, in one sense, I don't think God cares whether you take this job or that job. If they're both God honouring, pleasing jobs, you know, uh, a dentist or a doctor or, or whatever, right? Mm. Uh, Woolies or coals. I don't think God cares. Mm. What he cares about is how are you going to live as a Christian in that and, and how are you going to be on point both in terms of your Christian ethic mm. and your Christian mission mm. when you're at Wolves or when you're at Coles. So you have a certain level of freedom to determine am I going to support Woolies or am I going to support Coles? Yeah, that's right. right? God don't care. Uh, at that level, what so about yeah, yeah. So <laughs> to get back to the non-Christians question, yeah. uh, no, I'm not giving up my identity. It's me. It's my that, identity. Yeah, I'm actually yeah. finding it. Yeah, and I am giving up the the right to rule my life because I found myself in relationship to my King. Right? Calvin yeah. once said, "You can never really know yourself." Until you know God. Yeah. And uh, and we only really know ourselves once we're in relationship with our God and our King. Yeah. yeah. And it's it's not a I mean, becoming a Christian, following Jesus is not a it's not a bunch of rules that we follow. It's actually a oh, person. Yeah. It's a person that we follow, a, a person, the Lord Jesus, who who died and rose for our sins. He he loves us. And so so it's a 
is a response to that he saved us yeah that he's already done and that's why god has done it through jesus he's done he saved us from our sins and that's why we live for him as a response um to yeah his yeah and, and that's true right we we live in response to the gracious uh mercy of our king but i, I would want to say that the non-christian yeah. gets it right yeah. when they say there's a certain giving up, right? There I is. die to self, yeah, right? right. Uh, the cost of commitment that we read, right? And that's no one, is, no one is fit to put their, no one's fit for the kingdom of God if they put their hands to the plow and keep looking back, right? Yeah, yeah. No one's fit for the kingdom of God if they want to profit in the world and not lose us, lose themselves, right? Yeah, that's right. Um, so I do think we, we water down the kingship or the lordship of Christ. Yeah, that, that is, uh, and, and that plays out in how costly it actually is to follow yeah, Christ. So Jesus absolutely says to deny costly, yourself. It's a great cost. It's a great joy. Yeah. It's a great privilege, but it is a cost. Yeah, yeah. So when I'm sitting there and, you know, you and I, we've been through this. A lot of guys at home are, we will be going through something similar. We're sitting down and we're working out. Um, should we buy our, should we buy a home? Well, if you're not a follower of Jesus, you have to think through whether you should or not. I mean, you might think through whether I can afford it or not, yeah. but really would you sit down and think right through, should I or not? Mm. But for the follower of Jesus, we go, what does my Lord have to say about this? And, and can I say, if you're a follower of Jesus and you're not asking that question, then actually you're living like a non-Christian. You should be asking yourself, what does my Lord and my King yeah. say about this? Yeah. Because Jesus has a lot to say about it. Yeah. And the way, so when you say, oh, how should we ask about it? I was just thinking, well, we, we go to the scriptures and go to the scriptures. think through that. Prayerfully, we go to scripture. We think about what it says. Where do we go to scripture? Okay. I seek first the kingdom of God. So in buying this house, is this going to put right? Barriers in the way of me following my Lord wherever he may go, mm. wherever he may want me to go. So I remember saying to Narelle when we bought our, uh, the first house we lived in, I'm happy to do this so long as it doesn't become an excuse for why if the Lord wants us to go to the mission field, we can't go. Mm. Or we can't go because we've got a house because yeah, I don't want that. But it's the first kingdom of God, right? Yeah. And, yeah. Um, you know, when Jesus talks about um it's the rich who, who find it hard to get into the kingdom of God. Yeah, it's harder to right. go to the kingdom of God. Yeah. Than to get through an eye of the needle, right? right? So, yeah. so, but hang on a second, why am I buying this house? Mm. Am I buying this house because I want to make myself richer? Well, hang on a second, what am I doing when Jesus says it's hard for rich people to get into the kingdom of God, right? Yeah, and I think, um, I think that's, that's a bit of a, a wrestle that I'm having that is... Um, Are we doing therapy now, bro? Oh, no, no. This is, I think this is good. This is just good for myself, but also good for everyone at home, I think. So there's no answer to that. I mean, I'm not I'm not phrasing yeah, yeah. that question in a way to say you shouldn't. Yeah, yeah. But I'm saying you, you've got to read scripture and say, what does my Lord want of me? Um, some people buy their first home because, you know, hey, uh, I want security, yeah. right? Like this is financial security. Yeah. yeah, but the, don't we trust God for our security? That's and, and what do we do with the parable with the guy who has all these barns and all, and I have all the security and now I can sit <laughs> and back, now he's... eat, relax, and God says you're an idiot because today you're going to die and yeah. what do you do with all your goods, right? right. Yeah. So yeah. I'm not saying that 
these are all reasons why you should it. Quite, quite the contrary, right? I've bought homes uh, in the past. But what I am saying is for the Christian, their thinking process and decision-making process seeks to reflect the mind of God. Mm. And that is something we do that someone who isn't a Christian just doesn't have to do. Mm. We are not free to think anything we want and do whatever we want. Uh, and that is reflected in lots of decisions that we make that's in right. the world. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And, and and we say, need to know the Bible well. Yeah, yeah. So it, it is a, a know the Bible well, um, bring it to the Lord in prayer. But can I also I add Talk that, it out in community? That's what I was going to say, yeah. Ah, that, talking it mind. out in community. That's it, yeah. And, and seeking wise counsel from older men. Yeah, older women, the older people, your peers um, who are going, going through the same thing, yeah. praying about it. Mm-hmm. I think this is what we do when we talk about being in community. Yeah, mm. that's right. Yeah. Um, hey, we've hey, come no, a long way from we've the come original a topic. Long way, but but I, I wanted to land that with some some practical application. I thought that was really helpful. So thanks for that, Nello, with um, yeah. thinking about our, our identity in Christ uh, and how that works out. Uh, hey, guys, we probably stuff. should be wrapping up. So thanks, yeah. Brian, heaps. We've come thanks, a long Nello. way from our first question. But next week... You're in the hot seat, brother. We're asking you <laughs> questions, right? Uh, from good. chapter four, the latter part of chapter four. Yeah. Um, so why don't we listen with good ears on Sunday mm. uh, to Brian's talk. Bring your questions, email me, uh, put them in, in, in um, uh, uh, our Facebook community site. We haven't got Slido on Sunday because it's a bit of a full service. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, if you want to ask questions and you can hit them up in the community, uh, EPC community, or even just put them on uh, the YouTube stream and we're happy to try and answer them. Cool. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Thanks, we'll see guys. you again Bye next now. week. Bye.